Hello and welcome to Business Unmuted. I'm Graham Robb and today we're talking about home appliances. The government has announced things like washing machines and dishwashers will have to make spare parts available for up to 10 years. This will encourage repairs instead of replacements. There will also be higher energy efficiency standards for electrical products. Joining me to discuss this in the studio is Kevin Brown of Pacifica Group, which owns 0800 Repair that repairs thousands of appliances every week. And via video, we have John Elliott from the UK's only washing machine manufacturer, EBAC in the Northeast, and Paul Hyde from Amdia, the UK trade body for manufacturers of domestic appliances. And he's the chief executive. Uh, so let's uh, talk to you first, Paul, if that's all right. Tell us, what is meant by planned obsolescence? It's a, it's a term often used by the media to suggest that uh, manufacturers uh, intentionally restrict the maximum life opportunity of appliances. <laughs> Obviously, if you can't repair something that is repairable, then you could argue it's got some uh, forced obsolescence. But as an industry, we, we would argue that it's not really the case. It's a, it's a mis misconception. Now, the government is changing the rules to make sure that it can't be possible to plan obsolescence. How have these rule changes come about and what do you think the effect might be? Well, these, the new right to repair requirements, which are actually agreed across the European Union, of which the UK was part two years ago when they were agreed, and they were developed in, in full consultation and support with appliance manufacturers. So I think the first thing to say is we fully support these new right to repair requirements. Uh, and in my experience, having been 30 years plus in this industry, re reputable manufacturers would always tend to comply with that anyway. The key changes are basically that Manufacturers must ensure spare parts, key spare parts are available for, for up to 10 years from when an appliance is last placed on the market and also be able and respond to provide critical spare parts within 15 days of request. So in other words, ensuring appliances are repairable and there's a reasonable speed of service where a repair is required. OK, well, let's bring in Kevin Brown from 0800 Repair. Now, we've got some illustrations uh, about the issue. Uh, we'll tend to them in a moment. But there is a, an environmental reason as well as a consumer reason why this is a good uh, strategy, isn't there? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's good all around. And I agree with Paul. You know, this we work with many manufacturers and the majority of responsible manufacturers have made spares available for, for a long time. and. In some cases, you, know, you can get spares for appliances which are 20 year old plus. I think what this will address is the perception. Mm. You know, there's, there's the perception by the general public that you know, spare parts aren't available or the cost of repair is too expensive and therefore the choice they make might be to replace the appliance rather than to have it repaired. So Chuck it rather than fix it. Yeah. 1.5 million tonnes of electrical waste a year are household uh, recycling centres. Yeah. lot, isn't it, really? I mean, and we do 6,000 repairs a week, you know, so we are advocates of repair. And, you know, 95% of what we do is working with responsible manufacturers. And I think what, what, what this will also do is just up the game of some of the smaller uh, manufacturers who perhaps haven't got the strong supply chain that the established manufacturers have got. And we're working with a number of them now to um, to make sure that spares are available to the general public and not just for repairers. You know, so mm -hmm. we've got a couple of websites now up and running for those manufacturers. So 
the general public can go on and purchase the spare part if they choose to do so. Now, in our studio, we've got some examples. Let's take the ones on the table first. These are not EBAC washing machine parts. We won't say which manufacturer they are, but as I understand it, this kind of part sometimes is far too customised. Yeah, so a couple of things, you know, you've got a drain pump there and, you know, it's a, it's a part that commonly fails. You know, it's got, a, it's got a rotor and a motor inside there, so it can wear out over mm. time. And that part there is probably 20 or 30 pounds to purchase. Um, but if the consumer thinks that that's not available or it's cost prohibitive, then they'll move on. They'll move on to a new appliance and the old one has to then go into the, into the, mm. into some supply chain to get recycled, mm. you know, and you know, they don't end up in landfill now, but you know, they could do. That's so a, that's a great example of a, a very common part that's replaced. And the other one? And the other one, you know, this is a, um, a soap dispenser. And, you know, the reason that one's here today is that access to those things can be quite tricky. So where the manufacturers now have to ensure that um, just some common tools can be used to access all components. They cannot be using specialist fixings anymore, which will mean that it's prohibitive for a repair engineer to actually gain access to those. Let's bring in John Elliott. John, in the studio, I think you can see we've also got this big drum here. And I know your new washing machine, this is yours, your product, but there's something very special about it. If I turn it round, just so the long camera can see it, there's a dividing line between it and bolts. Can you explain how you've designed this drum to fit in with this Yeah, concept? that's a two-piece drum, so you, that you can take it apart and take out the inner drum, which can often be damaged and replace it. Whereas if that was sealed completely, which is some manufacturers, you couldn't replace the drum alone. Right. And drums going wrong is also an issue to washing yeah. machines, isn't it? It is, yeah. So, so bearings, it's another common, uh, a common failure. Many, many years of use and the mm. bearings could fail. And John's right. So some manufacturers in the past have produced that unit as a sealed unit. So when the engineer turns up and it's the bearings that have failed, it's a case of you cannot get the spare part because it's all sealed. Therefore, the unit has to be replaced. A lot of the manufacturers now, like John, very responsibly, and making it accessible for the service engineer so the part the drum can come apart mm. and be and be repaired. John, let's turn to another element of this these new rules, which is energy efficiency standards. Um, how is your uh, uh, washing machine tackling that? I know there's some unique s selling points on it that help. Yeah, well, we've designed our washing machine to wash clothes, would you believe, uh, uh, but not overwash them or not spend too long washing them. Some people design machines to get awards where they've got to remove stains under normal washing, which means it takes a lot longer, uses more water and also more electricity. Now, the surprising thing, we, when we designed our machine, we decided to optimise the amount of energy used, electric first, water second, uh, and, but there's a secondary benefit now we didn't know about then. The amount of microfibers that go into the ocean is directly proportional to the amount of water used, not the size of the washing, the amount of water used. So that's a benefit as well. So you've looked at two issues, the environmental... Well, the second one was by accident. We didn't know that at the time. <laughs> well, you've discovered it's it through innovation. Uh, so energy and, uh, and discharge and, and pollution. Um, what about the design of obsolescence? How important do you think this point is that's being made by your colleagues? I don't think it's possible to design a machine that's going to fail. If you design a machine that's going to fail in three years, It'll fail very early. It'll not perform very well. If you buy good components, they'll last a long time. I mean, we've repaired, we haven't been making uh, washing machines more than a few years, but we've, we've repaired dehumidifiers at 20 year old. Um, and so, it, you know, it's, it's, 
If you design a good product, it'll last a long time. You can't design it. Someone did ask us once to design a water cooler to last three years, but you can't do it unless you use inferior products. And then it doesn't work very well from the start. If you want a good product, it's going to it's going to last. It's going to do a good job and last a long time. Do you like the idea that uh, independent repairers can go into your machine and fix it? Absolutely. I mean, I think we should. I think some do-it-yourself people at home could fix some things. Actually, um, you know, if you make it easy enough, and someone can uh, use a spanner and a screwdriver, it shouldn't be impossible to repair repair the component. I'm going to give the last word to you, Paul. You've heard a great manufacturer, relatively small in the big manufacturing uh, choice that there is in the, the UK shops. Uh, but are the larger guys going to get into this uh, way of designing products the way John has? I mean, I think there's always, I think, no, as really to allude to what John said, no one designs in obsolescence or makes it hard for their products to be repairable because ultimately that gives a bad consumer experience and then you're less likely to buy that brand again. So, you know, and, and repairs often come down to economics, you know, because it's not just the cost of the part, often the labor cost is, is higher than the part. So, you know, and let's be honest, as, as consumers and householders, we all like to upgrade our products occasionally. So, you know, to suggest that people never want to upgrade, if, if a product will last for 50 years, I, I think is, is probably unrealistic because we, we don't just upgrade even appliances uh, because they've worn out. And I think there's about 12 million appliances a year sold in the UK. So, yeah, we support repairable products. I think the important thing is that, you know, re repairs are done safely. So the one thing that we are very much pushing is that repairs should always be carried out by qualified personnel, qualified operatives using manufacturer-specified parts. Thank you very much indeed.